We're not live right now, are we? We're recording, but we we're, we're not never live. live. Oh, we are. Okay. Well, I mean, we weren't rolling. That's what I'm. I mean, to say. we are. Now this we're is rolling. yeah, but this is just part of the shit that we like cut into the beginning of the intro. It's funny you mention Albini because, <laughs> um, right before he presses record or right when he he always goes, "You're rolling." It's really <laughs> shitty little way, and it kind of takes some energy out of you. Like it's, Dude, it's like, weird. I, I, like, are you talking about Steve Albini? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he back in the day wrote this Uh-oh. really scathing article about Liz, Liz Fair. Fair's Exile in Guyville. I knew you were going to say that. But then he wound up praising it later for like the 25th like anniversary no or something. Way. He and did. He, like he was one of the people quoted in it. And I'm like, I Where thought he this? hated it. I'm going to have to find it. I'll, he called I'll, her the Ricky Lee Jones of the 90s, <laughs> which I thought was kind of fair. <laughs> Uh, fair. Yeah. All right. Well, he really did not like that album, and he called he her a really, lot of really he's terrible nasty. words. Yeah. He, he, it was in an article that was also about the Smashing Pumpkins. Do you like them? Do I? <laughs> no, did he? Oh, no. He said they were the REO Speedwagon of the time. <laughs> <laughs> like... Basically, both from Illinois. Who does Steve Albini like? <laughs> uh, not me. <laughs> you uh, know him? Well, yeah. I made three records with him. How did I not know this? You <laughs> fucking knew that. No, time. I did not know this. Uh, when I was really young, like 19 to 24. Okay, hold on. Let's start the show, oh. and then we're going to have to talk about oh, this no. further. All right. So, I wait a minute. It's secretly timid. God damn it! I'm too. I'm too ready. Fuck, John. I have one job. (laughs) Do it fast. I just did. I just did it, and you weren't paying attention. It's fucking secretly timid. Okay. Wow. So profane around here. (laughs) Go on. Do you want to start over? No. Okay. The featured music this week is "Ask Me Anything" by Neil Francis. So, and they're a duo. I just want to point that out because in the PR, very helpful PR uh, one sheet, they were like duo Neil Francis. I love um, when weird little details <laughs> like that are thrown in. It's Neil and Francis. Like, is, is that is that right? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> go ahead, John. So, Steve Albini. Mm-hmm. Did you ask him what it was like working with Peter Harvey? I asked him a ton of questions every time and took notes. He seems kind of like he could be kind of abrasive. To say the least. <laughs> um, but I think I was thinking I'm paying you $1,000 a day and I don't care if you have a problem with me asking you questions. And um, you Really, that was your attitude? Yeah. I'm surprised I, well, because you're you're usually like very... Like, is this okay? Is this okay? Yeah, I can be shy, but um, but then I eventually became a journalist, which was probably more important than being a musician. Like, that's probably why I was a failed musician and an okay journalist. Hmm. But, so last time, I, I mean, I don't know if PJ Harvey specifically ever came up, but um, I definitely asked him about things that he didn't want to be asked about, like, 
Henry Rollins wrote in a memoir once that he wanted to that he saw him at a club and wanted to beat him up. And I asked him about it. I was like, "Hey, do you know what? Do you know what Henry Rollins wrote about you in a memoir?" And he was just like, um, "I don't fucking care," or whatever. You know? <laughs> and so the last time I saw him, he was chain smoking these little like rolled cigarettes, and but he was chain smoking. And when I first met him, he would smoke like maybe one a day. Mm. And I said. Hey, the last time I saw you, last couple times I saw you, I don't remember you um, smoking so much. And he took like a drag and he goes, well, the last time I saw you and he starts like cracking himself up. He goes, I don't remember you flapping your dick sucker so much. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) So when you talk about (laughs) the list of people in the world who are most abrasive, like he's, he will... He's up there. Is he a little teeny guy? He's actually six feet tall, he claims. I'm six feet tall, so I dispute that. Mm-hmm. But he was in a really nasty motorcycle accident, so he says his posture makes him not be six feet tall. Also, hate ruins your posture. I'm actually <laughs> six five. <laughs> he seems like five ten. Um, But yeah, so, I mean, it, it was a really influential thing for me, I think, at that age to work with someone that... I had no idea. Hateful. I had Brutal. no idea. Like wow. I knew you did music. I didn't know. We can talk at length about this some okay. sometime. I'm sorry, to, Megan. I am I know. on your your. No, it's okay. Your this intros. Is all... Well, I think Megan's like oh god, very interesting material that I've heard. <laughs> uh, we should text him and say, "Hey, we mentioned you, you on think t- the Secretly Timid mm. podcast." He, does he do a lot of texting? He seems like an uh, a text guy. We, well, we talked about him before when he won a World Series of Poker bracelet. He did. Yeah. And he Ooh. had a secret, not a secret Twitter, but I think like a private one for a while only because he wanted to talk about poker. Like he does, huh. he loves it so much. Can you, I like talking can about you poker. Can you please say again what it's called when you have a secret Instagram? It's called a Finsta. Why? There are a couple reasons. You can have a Finsta for photos you don't think are appropriate for your main feed. Hmm. Or you might use it to spy on people if you've <laughs> got some sort of weird, dark reason to do that. I mm-hmm. don't understand that. But some people out there have a lot of um, psychosis that they're trying to work out through social media. It's really unfortunate. Hmm. It's a Finsta with an F? Yeah. I'd never heard of this. No. Nope. Well, pretty much anyone we know under the age of 30 probably has two or three. Really? Mm-hmm. I Oh, under the age of 30. Hmm. And I feel like working in the arts, I'm constantly around people under the age of 30. I don't know. Is it also appropriate for people having extramarital affairs? Uh, is that's that a, also That's a whole something? different thing. Or that's, is that called something else? No. <laughs> is there a name for that? I don't know if there's a name for that, but I think... Um, and my friends and I always talk about this, like you see people on Tinder, for instance, or uh, Bumble mm-hmm. who have, it's their photo and you know them, but that's not their name. Like we've seen that a lot. Hmm. So they, those are people and they're married. So you're oh, like, Whoa. Okay. Oh, hi Clark. <laughs> <laughs> Do you send Clark a lot of messages? <laughs> no, but it, well, it would usually be... Does he come up on your feed? It would be a woman telling me this. Okay. Like, oh, God, I saw... Uh, I shouldn't use names. I saw Jeff, and he was on Tender as Clark. 
we both know he has a newborn, etc. You know, I don't use my own name. You don't. What name do you use? Or what uh, made well, you they, choose it? They, I can't remember which one of the the apps. It pulls directly from uh, Facebook. Oh yeah, and your name is fake on Facebook. Yeah, and it's fake on Facebook because yeah. I don't want to get fired from my job. Not sure why I'm still doing the podcast. Word. <laughs> would would you be fired from your job? I don't know. Just leave it as private. I oh, I like but to, in your in your line of work, they I can, like to catastrophize yeah. things. Also, so now I don't even know like when I'm being overly dramatically uh, mm-hmm. uh, pessimistic and and when I'm being realistic. So I just default to like the well, worst thing. One of our hot topics is about uh, things you say on. The uh, social media, so me specifically, no, Other everyone. People. Yeah, I know. Um, I find that surprising that you say you kind of exaggerate things in your head. Because, <laughs> well, because you're usually so reasonable when it comes to advice. Well, that's because you're also a pessimist, so you think, oh, well, that that horrible position sounds right to me. Yes, mm, yes I don't think I'm a happen. pessimist. I think I'm a misunderstood that's optimist. What, yeah, that's what right? pessimistic that what they all say? people say. Yeah. John, you? What are you? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) I think it depends. You're very apathetic. I think I'm very like even keeled, but I'm but I do have an optimistic thing where I think no matter what, everything's going to work out. Do you really? Oh yeah. Why are you hiding? Because I've always well, because everything's always kind of worked out. Oh, like even when I'm like, oh god, I don't know how I'm going to pay this bill. Something happens, and then I can pay it. <laughs> Where does being even yeah. killed come from? Is that inherited or is that something you work on? Um, I think that's just how God made me. <laughs> I, wish, I don't think I'm dramatic. I don't think I'm look in his eyes after he said that. <laughs> it was chilling. That's how God made me. Well, mm-hmm. I think because my sister was very dramatic growing up and so i older just, sister older sister yeah. and so naturally i just kind of tried to not be as dramatic but then sometimes it it i actually interesting megan asked me how my week was because that's actually something that i wanted to talk about hey john yes how was your week <laughs> it was great tell me about your week please so i've been trying one, one thing that I, I did this week and i mentioned this this app this phone app last week the primed mine app and I gave it a shot. I signed up for 10 bucks a month. And I've been listening to uh, these, uh, it's like mental coaching, kind of. It's very kind of similar to like daily affirmations. And here's the deal. Like I, I tried to do the whole meditation thing because I know that I have got a lot of mental weakness, especially when it comes to anger. Like I'm very quick to anger and That's I want to fix that. That's not even killed. That's not even killed. Um, but when it comes to shit like that, like what you guys are talking about, I'm pretty even killed actually i take it back i'm not quick to anger there's certain things that trigger extreme anger in me name those top three things uh i see neurosis i see quick neurosis sometimes what is this is he talking shit about me paranoia when it comes to shit like that because people have talked shit about me before and once that happens we've all this this talk shit about you i'm just guessing we've all you know inspired Uh, some shit talking in our lives uh, we've done plenty of it Road rage. Mm-hmm. I have extreme road rage. If there's ever any sort of like injustice, that triggers me into like like this. Like I will die on this bridge. It is not that big of a deal. Like work related stuff. Like with like if I get a bad quality score and it's bullshit, 
even though it doesn't really matter because my quality is one of the best so it's never going i'm never going to like you know run run risk of losing my job but if it's it becomes where it's no longer about like the score. It's just the fact that you're wrong and I'm right. And because you have power over me, you're not going to admit that you're wrong. And that's bullshit. And I am willing to lose my job over this, you know, or most people like, it's not that big of a deal. Let it go. Um, and a third, um, Oh wait, that was only two. That was only two. (laughs) I don't know what, I don't know what the third is. I guess any like political, um, like shit, what's going on right now is quick. Nothing. Like people, it's pretty like, calm waters. Like yeah. uh, uh, hip, hypocrites, people that are hypocritical, make me wanna. Especially like, for some reason, um, I guess probably with the possible new Supreme Court justice, abortion has been, I mean, like a daily battle on Twitter almost, where I'm reading shit and I'm like, these people, they're wrong, and it just makes me want to yell. Um, so yeah, so I downloaded the Prime Mind app and I'm trying to do it because I tried meditation and I just couldn't, I was not a good meditator. I'd get like, I couldn't get my mind to focus, but this Prime Mind app does help that. And I feel like it's kind of helping, but at the same time, I'm resistant to it because I like, I'm really resistant to like new agey type of stuff. I hear you. And it's kind of like, it's almost over where I feel like I'm, it's really silly, and it's like, this is a waste of time. So that's what I've been trying to do this week, is trying to... Uh, it's like when a doctor says relax. It gives me the same kind of yeah. triggered reaction, like, what? Like, if someone's trying to pull some kind of, like, slow-going, new-age shit on me, mm-hmm. I have a very kind of violent reaction. We talk about uh, this a lot, actually, on the show. Uh, my dad would like to say, relax to me. Relax. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as he never, was like insulting me as a teenager. It's the response relax, that it's intended no, to never. draw. Yeah. Never say relax or calm down. Right. But what is it that when you're like just really resistant to new age stuff? Like I'm trying, I want to be a less Reason, judgmental person. Reasonable. It's being reasonable. And yeah, I guess that's, that's what yeah. it is. And I think I don't all... like magic. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. I don't think it's all magic. And I think like I forgot what book this comes from that there was like a four second meditation thing that i like and trust me i don't believe or succumb to any new age thinking whatsoever but the four second thing was easy enough it was like you draw four breaths four seconds a piece hold it for four seconds exhale for four seconds and that's like the mini version of meditating and that has been okay. I like had to delete thing. my meditation app when I found the one because no, most of them are just like really clinical and it's mostly just relaxation. Right. But I f- stumbled onto the one where at the end she started going, oh, and I was just like, yeah. I can't. No, that's bad. I can't. Yeah. Like I jumped up and grabbed my phone and was like, pause, it's not off, delete. Bad. It's just not for me. That's you're all. you're talking about diaphragmatic breathing. Okay. Right. I, I guess I don't know where you're. you're diaphragm. Can I get a diaphragm? Damn. Man, I've never even seen one of those. It's so weird. Uh, where where your like your your torso expands, like allowing your like chest to f- actually fill up with air instead of just like you know, right? Like a deep yeah. breath. Yeah. 
I thought that was bullshit, and then I tried it when I was having trouble sleeping, and that actually worked. The yeah. Prime Mind has some sleeping stuff, and it really does work. Like, I get, he knocks my ass out in like <laughs> three minutes. Well, now I just get really drunk every night. Yeah, I don't do that. Well, I'm kidding. That's not a, I'm that's kidding. Not, that's not that's a rejuvenating a sleep, Megan. Alcohol abuse is hilarious. I'm making a joke. <laughs> Mm. Uh, it's not funny because it's everywhere oh. in our society. I do have a problem, oh my gosh, actually. This is getting kind of preachy. I feel like. <laughs> totally. <laughs> do you guys want to talk about veganism? Uh, uh. Sometimes in in uh, in my field, I I know that there are things that I am that I have available to explain to people, like the meditation, the diaphragmatic breathing, and this and that. And I I really just like truncate the whole thing before it. it it can have a chance to be effective because I say to myself, like, this person is going to think that this is fucking stupid. And then they're going to think you're fucking stupid and they're never going to listen to anything that you say ever again. And so then I don't introduce does it. Does it, like, make you uncomfortable? What? Like any sort of, okay, like I Most remember... things do. Um, <laughs> our friend Ryan was talking about... Um, uh, he lives in Austin, that's all. You know, there's a lot of new agey stuff in Austin. And he was talking about going to this... Um, I think it was Ryan. It might have been somebody else. It, I guess that doesn't really matter. But they were going to this therapist who would uh, like uh, like sing at them, mm. like tonal type singing. Wow! And I was and like an opera singer. Or no, like they just singing? go like oh, like at you, and it's supposed to have. Uh, it's supposed to do I something. I also have not heard of this. And therapist. And they would also do like like uh, like you know like the rubbing the champagne glass to make the those t- t- type of tones, tones yeah. so like that i was just like i'm not into the i can't i couldn't do that i couldn't i couldn't sit there and and i could listen to a champagne glass but i think as long as it had champagne in it <laughs> <laughs> but yes. i don't know why i don't know but what it singing, is in me know. that makes me uncomfortable like i get embarrassed like right. when I was listening to meditation, kind of yeah, I think it's because you went to science class. <laughs> no, I, I no, I think it's something. It's uh, I don't know what it is, but it's just something that it it brings yeah. out an embarrassed feeling for me, and that's why I'm kind of resistant to this app, even though I know that there are studies that show that meditation and stuff like that is can be really beneficial. So you're paying ten dollars a month for something that makes you uncomfortable. I can unsubscribe at any time. I'm okay, trying to push. Haven't. I'm trying to push past it though, and to like really get the benefit of it. You know, maybe that's the lesson: like learning to push past something that makes you well, uncomfortable. And the guy has a beautiful, beautiful British accent. And so there's one that is that says, what this calls, is about, John? He says, "Calves, imagine that the light is moving from your feet to your calves, <laughs> and up your legs, past your thighs." I can't do a British accent. <laughs> no, you're 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 killing it right now. <laughs> so good. So good. But like it's always funny because at the end when he wants to pump you up and it's like, open your eyes. <laughs> it's, it's like you're shooting out of a rocket. <laughs> What's that like? I've never done that. Well, you can download the Prime Mind app and you can. No, no, I mean shooting out of a rocket. Oh. It's, I imagine it's exhilarating. Do you remember the the story uh, with the British guy in Fort Worth at the Black Dog? You're so fucking gorgeous. No. I can't even look at you, but I will. You remember that? No. no. All right. I'm Let's glad move on. that you remember that venue. That's Did he say that to you? Yeah. Oh. I Did you watching... fuck him? No. No, oh. I would have fucked him. I was <laughs> watching uh, Crocodile Hunter on the big screen. Uh, but but he was Australian. 
No, no. Well, uh, Steve Irwin was, yeah. No, this guy was British. Though. Okay. Um, but Graham was British, so you've you've uh, experienced some spotted dick before. Yeah, <laughs> like, man. The first time I saw an uncircumcised penis, I was not sure what I was looking at. What is this? What ooh. is this? And do I say anything about it right now, or should no. I ask No, later? you don't, because that's the way it's supposed well, to yeah, be. Well, yeah, I didn't. Okay. And they're beautiful. I wish I had four. I mean, not everybody cleans them properly. Well, not everybody cleans anything properly. <laughs> oh, that reminded me of another thing that I had yeah, before. Before I ask week. you let's, guys what about, about your week, week is, I read and or I used to have a bidet, but it started leaking, so I got rid of it, and now I want to get a bidet again because I read an advertisement that makes a whole lot of sense. Oh, it does. Yeah. What's the advertisement? It was, oh, it was like you don't wash your your clothes, you like your. Your glass with, with a, a paper dry with a dry yeah. towel. Have yep. you seen that one? No, I've just heard people say this. Yeah. Oh, sorry, John. I am. I'm a Power Ranger. My secret's out. <laughs> <laughs> We're conducting business here, John. <laughs> so anyway, I was thinking about. Yeah, I should get up a day again. Uh, you had one of those ones that it's an aftermarket thing, right? Like you yeah. add it to the. You can get one too. Actually, uh, it's not a crazy idea. Yeah. I. I. I read an article recently about like the proper way to wipe your ass. Mm-hmm. Like and what is the with cleanest water? way? <laughs> yes. Yeah. They said a bidet is, yeah. is the, the cleanest way to do it. Obviously. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you guys remember? Do you guys remember they used to have? Uh, this was I don't know maybe ten years ago. The washlet came out, and they were trying to like get this to catch on. And they had television commercials about this toilet that had like a a bidet on it. Yeah, like it had like built in this mm-hmm. like stream of water that would come out and and they were like and they made the same argument like you don't like wash yourself with a paper towel when you you know you take a shower you put water on it and it didn't catch on so i i think that there's some kind of like conspiracy in the oh, united yeah. states some corporate conspiracy to keep people doing it corporate the way they conspiracy are. is all we have that's what runs all <sighs> of us it's true. It's tragic. You don't think about it in terms of uh, toilet paper, but it goes no, it, goes it goes to those depths. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's just all kill big, ourselves. Big toilet is <laughs> controlling us. And I don't like this line of humor, actually, so it's um, surprising. That what, toilet would, humor? Uh, yes, in general, like sort of restroom humor is really... I mean, this I wasn't making a joke. I was very yeah, serious this is about buying a day. I know you were, and I... I actually support that 100%. <laughs> I just think the humor around it is yeah. just not my playground. What is your playground? How was your week, Chris Mosley? Um, I don't know. I had a, a... This was a big event week for me, so I'm kind of always lost in that, and I get a lot of close friends who are like, why aren't you texting me back about my romantic problems in five seconds? Because I think I'm generally known as someone who... Uh, someone recently called my texting style like aim style like 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 we're just instant chatting like you know 15 years ago or more you're just too available i'm very available and so but this week i kind of went dark because i had a lot going on and so now i'm kind of catching up does anybody ever ask how is chris mosley yeah yeah how are you um who's the little yodeling walmart kid what I don't know. Wow, I can't believe that. Is this a social media thing? It is. (laughs) So Megan has been criticizing me today uh, very deservedly. Well, it's every day. Let's be. 
every That's day that I see her um, about how deeply entrenched in social media I am. And she's absolutely... I think enmeshed re- is a better word. Excuse me. But you kind of have to be. I do. It's part of my living for like the past 10 years or so. Um, anyways, you don't know. I can't believe you don't know who this little meme kid is. Mm -hmm. He just Mm -hmm. was like, like, I think his grandma forced him to yodel a old Hank Williams song in a Walmart and he became huge. Like he was at Coachella. What? I have no idea. I'm dead serious. And like, there were remixes of his, like, you know, are you contributing to this? You are. I mean, you're talking about it right now. Right. Anyways, he shot to fame like overnight and had like, you know, I don't a million followers. This is like recent. Oh, hyper recent. He's still a child. He's still a child. Yes. He's still 10, I think. And, um, so recently he, but he, but there was like this weird random post where he posted like an emoji of a kind of a sad like not a smiling face, but like a sad, like a sad face with a cowboy hat on, mm-hmm. and it said like basically the gist of it. And you should never explain memes, IRL. But <laughs> <laughs> you dick, please don't. So, <sighs> what does that mean in real life? In real life, <sighs> but but he basically said like uh, everyone asks, uh, everyone says yeehaw. No one ever asks how ye. so when you said does anyone ever ask how chris mosley is i was like i'm actually thinking of mason i'm thinking of the the 10 year old oh he's got a name yeah but um so that's kind of where i'm well how are you (laughs) chris thank you megan Mm -hmm. for that um i think i'm fine i'm intact you know i can walk down the street and get up in the morning and go to work so that's those are my two things that's like the i'm at the top of my game if i can get dressed and showered and i mean i actually didn't shower today which is like horrific to me it's disgusting it's a sabbath for some people saturday is the sabbath for others i don't know what the distinction is but so let me throw this boomerang back to you and i hope you can catch it how was your week wait did you not have any events uh like major events? I mean, just like notable things that happened during your week. Um, you killed a lizard. That that was not the. I, I killed a lizard in two thousand two. It's not this week, <laughs> and we're still talking about yes, it today. We are. So that shows you that this may be, you know, in the grand scheme of lizard deaths, I think one of the most notables because I'm still talking about it. Yeah. So, yeah. I accidentally hit a rabbit in, in my when I was driving, and it really upset me. When I was like. This two or three years ago. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. that's, that's recent enough. I still remember it, and I tried to swerve, and when I swerved, they, like, swerved with me, and, like... I think there's a larger story to why that bothers us. It's about the idea of this ancient being being destroyed by mm-hmm. the coming wave of, you know... Hmm. It, it's, it takes us back to, like, the industrial age. It's super sad, and I think we're getting a little sliver of that. And that's I, why it hurts. I hold on to it because I feel like the only thing that matters are animals and their welfare. But you're not a vegetarian. That's I know. And and I that just... you would say that. I know. I like that. Uh, and I just like... I tack, thought, I've, I've thought about on. going vegan, vegetarian because I, I love animals. Yeah, but I think about it all the time. But I also 
it seems... have had fewer than five salads in my life, and yeah. I just don't. What on earth? It, you've known me for a long time. I know, but like, news. you can you can still eat like a nine year old's birthday party and have a salad sometimes. Uh, no, I just don't know what that diet would consist of for me because I eat the same thing almost every single night. Which is wow. um, every night for yeah, unless Oof. I'm unless I'm going out to dinner with Jimmy. I'll have for breakfast. I'll have a bulletproof coffee, and then for lunch Wait, I'll what? have what was my, It's a coffee with Kevlar. With Kevlar, that's a joke. Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, I got it. Bulletproof coffee. Yeah, it's, funny yeah, it's, it's just coffee it. with ghee and MCT uh, no, oil. I, I love it. Yeah, like, I have that every morning. Yeah, I love it at like yeah seven fifty a.m. Mm-hmm. for sure. I blend that shit up in my and there's, mind. There's it's animal sharp. product in it. Yeah, but not like yeah. not like dead animal, mm, but enough to where I mean they wish they were dead. Won't, won't touch it. Well, I mean, I'm okay with like like butter. I'm okay with animals being miserable, no, no, I think but I'm not all right with them dying. I believe there is some sort of um, like the you, you know, animal like, died for clarified butter. No, no, no. They like, just squirted some milk. I, I think there is some sort of gelatin. Like you know how like gummy bears are actually meat. No, no, one, no one ever thinks about this. Yeah, what? It comes, it comes from hooves. You can what? Gelatin is a hoof or not? Product, not yeah. just hooves. I mean. What the fuck? Hooves too, but I think there's other shit involved. Like you can watch a video of this online. You can see the whole process of gummy. Products I don't want to. Why would we eat hooves? And it's isn't that like Cause nails? It's a, because it's a waste product of of meat processing. So they do something with isn't that it. Kind of wild though. Like you don't think about that, but you're like, I'm literally eating. No, one of my friends, uh, when I was at UNT, he was a photography major, but he was also a vegan. And I was like, do you have a problem with the gelatin silver print thing? And he's like, what do you mean? And I explained it. And then he changed his major. Wow. I mean, he changed his major a lot. You deprived us of our next great artist. Thank you. (laughs) He wasn't that good. So that's my breakfast. And for lunch, I'll have a keto shake, which is just like a protein shake, but with a lot of fat added. And then for dinner, I'll usually have a steak. No, you're a little on, you're steak. A, if you're on a keto diet, that makes sense. Yeah, you I'm have sure liquid until dinner every day. Yeah. Oh my god, Whoa. John. Sometimes at lunch, I freak the fuck out and eat like five Reese's peanut butter cups. Yeah, I've been there. Oh, well, it sounds like this is a, a sustainable <laughs> process. <laughs> I prefer dating vegetarians and vegans, and especially vegans. But is this something to do with with what vaginas? Nothing what? at all. I really? just think I like the discipline. <laughs> I'd like the uh, thought of never hurting an animal, but I just don't know how I could survive on a vegetable only diet. I feel like, or that, I guess, like that's not really vegan though, because I would still have like dairy, so whatever that yeah, is, just not, like not where I'm not killing. Like it's okay vegetarian. to take the chicken's eggs. Yeah, yeah vegetarian, vegetarian. Which yeah, I think because those eggs are never fertilized, so that's never. Eggs, I mean, eggs if you're Catholic, it's a problem, but otherwise, yeah. If you're Catholic, everything's a problem. <laughs> Ah. <laughs> so yeah how was your week megan oh thanks for asking are you finished with your week absolutely are you sure yeah oh yeah okay i was finished before i started <laughs> uh let's see what happened this week um i've decided i'm not going to talk about my job um outside of work anymore because then it wins um I understand that so much. P.S. Long story long, I fucking hate it, and <laughs> it crushes the what's left of my soul. But it you're just 
glad to be horrible. back in the subtropical part of the United States. I am so happy. Overall. It was the right decision to make to come back here. How Definitely. has culture changed for you? Uh, I get to see friends. There's probably, very rarely is there a day of the week where I don't get to spend some time with a friend. That's sweet. I like that. It's pretty great. Mm-hmm. Um, and that wasn't the case where you were before? Uh, well, I mean, I, I worked with people that were my friends. But you're isolated. But, yeah, all of my friends were over 50, which is, it's fine to be over 50, but people over 50, especially in Appalachia, do not want to do the same things that a 30-something from not Appalachia wants to do after work. And you're pretty social. I am pretty social. you like to go and experience things, and they want to eat, I I would imagine, I don't know what they eat, but probably Um, want to warm up a casserole or something. Pepperoni roll is like the state dish. Oh, my God. And it's not even really, I mean, I think, like, Italy already did that. I don't even know what that is. It might be I mean, I guess I could imagine. It's probably some kind of, I mean, it's like, it's like a, it's a fucking piece of pastry dough with, like, fucking pepperoni and And some cheese in, in it. It's not a, Yeah. it's a, it's not a new thing. They didn't invent that shit. They just call it something that nobody else feels comfortable calling it because it sounds so elementary. Makes sense. I've heard pepperoni is one of the least nutritious things you can put in your body. Really? Yeah, that it contains almost no Just above iceberg whatsoever. lettuce? Um, but lettuce is like, does have water. Iceberg lettuce? There's has, no nutritional value to water. Right, but it's, it has some... Um, positive component to your body is it true that it's like negative calories like you burn more calories eating it than consuming it they say that about celery too like would you die if that's all you had oh yeah you would you have to have fat in fact there are uh communities in different parts of the world where they the landscape is such that there's not enough um there aren't enough animals around to sustain their being so they have to like travel into cities and like drink oil in mm. order to get enough fat you have to have yeah. fat i used to Pepperoni live in plano it's kind of the same thing plano's <laughs> <laughs> got plenty of fat is not the problem in plano uh, that's absolutely true. i think it's probably vitamin a <laughs> somebody at work <laughs> said a really hilarious joke it was like you know like a tag team joke where you set set them up and they knock them out of the park Right. We had a lot of people for some reason last week. A lot of coworkers were out, quote sick, and I and I said they <laughs> said something like, "What the fuck? They just need to like have more vitamins, like some more vitamin C." And then one of my coworkers said, "Yeah, because she's been taking too much vitamin D." Oh man! <laughs> and, and we that like sounds like sexual and harassment, we, and we like laugh to ourselves. It's a little sexist. I thought it was hilarious. I and know, this and that's coworker, <laughs> yesterday, we had a uh, fun uh, elevator ride up because I worked on Saturday, but she was so fucking stoned, so stoned, and I could tell that she was act- trying to act like, don't act stoned, <laughs> but it was just too late. Makes it worse in a way, yeah. doesn't it? And I could smell it like it was in my nostrils. Like I could smell marijuana like the rest of the day. Um. I'm actually glad that you mentioned that thing about your week during my thing about my week. Because it reminded me 
no, it reminded me of an experience I had yesterday. Uh, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk very much about my job because I I feel like like I said like it wins then and I don't want that to happen. Uh, yesterday, Angela and I uh, went to Kroger. We were watching um, horror movies at her house because my car was being repaired, and uh, we went to Kroger and we were buying. Just like snacks and stuff. Is this Club Kroger? I just no, no. It's not the Fab Kroger. It's the newer Kroger over on Maple. What Kroger? Fab Kroger. Oh God! I thought you said Fag Kroger. No, no, no. (laughs) Fab is in fabulous. Like beautiful Club Kroger right across the highway, right? Wait, I thought Club Kroger. Yeah, I thought that was the neighborhood Kroger. Mm -hmm. No, no. What's Club Kroger? Club Kroger's on Haskell, and I I hate for anyone who lives outside of here is like, what are you talking about? Are you sure it's on Haskell and not on Mockingbird? Because that's a good one. No, it's Club Kroger is across. It's where all the wealthy. uh, It looks like an Abercrombie. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. Okay, go ahead though. Um, Across from City Place. Exactly. Yes, Uh, I have not been there, and now I won't go. So we were buying snacks, and um, she went off to buy some, like, healthy-ish stuff. And I said, I'm getting a piece of fucking cake. So I go over to the bakery section, and I'm standing there for probably 15 minutes. Nobody comes. Wow. And then this, uh, this lady comes up with a cart, and I guess she had, like ordered a cake to be made or something and she was picking it up and this woman was more assertive than me um she's like where the fuck is everybody damn and i was like i don't know (laughs) but please lower your voice i don't want them to know we're here uh and i don't like to like bitch at service industry workers because it they're not paid enough because it sucks to be to have that job so um she goes over like there are these these Kroger employees that are like breaking down boxes and like putting them in the back and stuff and people are walking in and out but nobody comes up and says you know can I get somebody for you or whatever so she goes over and she's like who works here and there was this older guy and um he comes over and like very slowly I mean he's not the dude is in 70 he kind of looked 70, but I got the impression that he was probably, like, 50. And he's... Uh, 70's a state of mind. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, it was the one that he had accepted yeah. fully. So he's, you know, he goes in, like, the freezer to get her cake. And that's not where they put cakes. They put them in the cooler, with this, which is refrigeration. So then he comes out slowly, and he goes, and he gets, you know... In the he brings it out, and she's like, they spelled my baby's name wrong, but whatever. <laughs> and he's like, oh, Oof. do you, oh. She's like, it's fine, I'll take it. I'm going to take it. I can't stand here all day. I'm going to take it. So she takes the cake. And the guy had looked at me at one point, like, you know. <laughs> and then when she left, like, he walked away, but I'm still standing there, and I just want a fucking piece of cake. I tried to open the, the case from the outside, but... That it, doesn't work. No, it does in the deli, but not in this bit. How do you know it works in the deli? Because I've seen people that work there open the case from the outside, because they have the, the, you know, like the turkey breasts and stuff that haven't been opened yet, so they can go over and, like, put them in and to display, like, what kind of turkey they have or whatever. So did you get cake? 
I did eventually get cake, but it it took Emmett probably. Emmett. I was there for forty five minutes. That's for cake. Yeah, and then he was, and then I'm he with took her it on back. What the fuck long? is wrong with you? I'm I'm with her on waiting that long. I love cake. It's, I love cake too, but, but I want to wait forty five. I would go just go back and get it yourself. That's I really ridiculous. like. Like I really had once I decide that I really want some kind of food, I'm gonna have it. I mean, I would have two minutes tops, and I would have found somebody that works <laughs> there. Minutes. Plus, I was like, if I wait longer, then I can make this a story for the podcast. So that's what I did. That's true. You'd <laughs> so I'm a martyr. Story. I'm a martyr. I believe what I that. Am. So, um, um, so he takes he he finally gets the piece of cake, and he gets out. Somebody from some other department comes over and helps him like find a. Um, you know, like a container to put it in. And it's this like little dome thing with a base. And he keeps like, and he's got his like fingers in it. Mm. And mm. he's trying to like, like fit the dome on it. And it's not working. And he's perplexed. And I said, Emmett, I think if we just like turn the base, I think the base is upside down. So, so, so I turned it the other way and put it in it fits this is like a, whoa and then like he had Gus to, van zant directed this oh story. my god yeah uh this is uh what was that no that was joel uh what's his face anyway so um he had to like print out a like a skew for the the cake and he tried that for like <laughs> five minutes and and that wasn't working so he eventually just put a blank one on it and he said you tell them Emmett said you could have it for free. Whoa. <laughs> so then so it was I worth it. Well, Uh-oh. then I took it up to the register and I didn't I didn't realize it at first, but the woman <laughs> that was insane. working the register I think was maybe a little developmentally delayed. And so I I had made before I realized that, I made a joke. I was like, Emmett said I could have it for free cuz I'm an asshole. And and she says, oh, no, I'm not getting in trouble for this. <laughs> That's fair. Are you going to go back and get him? She's not going to lose her job over your piece no, of cake. No, surely. That's and fair. And I, I didn't actually, but I wasn't actually expecting that. Like, I, I thought it was hilarious, and so I said <laughs> it, but she didn't. She didn't understand okay. that. I, that's so you're what I like. I'll pay twenty three dollars. Yeah, I said I'll give you fifty dollars for it. I just want to get out of here. And she's like, I can't take fifty dollars. You wait. You said that. You no. made the joke. Yeah. Again, of course asshole. You did. Yeah, so you right? went in the other direction and yeah, yeah, still yeah. missed the it mark. It takes me a little while. I'm a little developmentally delayed <laughs> socially. So That's not true. So so she like takes her arms and she crosses them in front of her and she's Uh-oh. like, I don't know what you're gonna do. Are you gonna go back and get him? Oh my Whoa. god. And she stands there and I'm like, <laughs> What's going on? You sh- did you hijack the, the, the telecom and say, Emmett, we have a code for so this is Cedar Springs Kroger? No, it's um no no that's the Fab Kroger. This is the one on Maple. Mm, oh yeah, okay. yeah. It's by, it's newish uh, by the windmill. Okay. Yeah 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 yeah. So um, have so, we gone to John's week? Yeah yeah we did yeah. that already. Mine was uneventful. Are you so bored with my week? Anyway, <laughs> I'm not bored at all. I just I'm I got just making cake. sure we don't lose them. I yeah. I've never this. been to the windmill. Oh, I want to go. I've heard it was a fun. It's but a fun bar. Megan. Yeah. I wrote when I used to be a writer. I wrote a really enraged article about trying to find a los angeles grocery store that would replace my favorite dallas grocery store mm-hmm. and um the i news- think i actually read that article yeah the newspaper was foolish enough to publish it so i'm like i'm with you on this like i actually want to do a thing where i do a grocery store tour 
Do with it. like a group of people. Like we start at eight AM and go from store to store and we talk about the, the pluses and minuses of each department. And like kinda Can we know. put it on Instagram, like an Instagram story? Um Yeah. It's probably easier in a podcast. <laughs> What a great idea. You should circulate that in Highland Park I feel like at 2 o'clock on a Wednesday. I feel like you aren't really supporting my idea, frankly. I would be in. I love grocery stores. Where's, what's your favorite? Central Market, easy. Which, which one? Pretty much any of them. I actually prefer Plano to Lover's Lane, but... The one off, the, off George Bush? Yeah. The only thing I don't like about Central Market is it's kind of like built like an Ikea. Oh, because it makes you go through a maze. Yeah, I don't like that. Um, I like it. I've learned a lot about seafood that I maybe don't even care. You know, once upon a time, you could buy a rattlesnake there. Why? Exactly. <laughs> I, like, I liked re- how avant-garde they were. Sorry, do you guys want to rename this podcast to Secretly Bougie? Or can we move on? <laughs> I do think, uh, is it Bougie? Talking about fucking Central Market. You were the one that brought up grocery stores. I was talking about uh, like some like derelict Kroger. <laughs> Deficit in service. So anyway, I I had the piece of cake and it was it was fine. A bougie podcast is a good idea. <laughs> it's really. such Thank a you. good idea. Uh, okay, and I'm going on family vacation next week, so I won't be on the podcast. Oh, okay, because I won't be on the podcast either, so we just won't have a podcast next okay. week. Okay, I mean, we can have it, because <laughs> How? How a weeks? bunch of people have keys to my house. What? That That's... doesn't seem safe at all. Yeah, how many weeks I mean, there are people we off? know. That's, so you started I, what year? people that we know. Huh? What year did you start this? I'm 2010. Sorry. Okay, so how many weeks that do you was... think you've taken mm. off in that time? Uh, Guesstimate. Mm. I don't know, maybe in... We've done to, two in yeah. the last year. You've taken some weeks off. It's okay. Uh, so you're pretty dedicated. Yeah, pretty dedicated. That's awesome. I mean, we don't have anything to do on Sunday, so. Yeah. You ain't going to church. Mm-mm. <laughs> I'm done with my week. Were you not done with your week? I wasn't fucking done with my week. Well, you, how, what do I got a blister on my finger because I masturbated over my corduroys. <sighs> the end. <laughs> do you have a Do you have a problem masturbating? You seem to do it a lot I don't think that's a problem <laughs> It's perfectly safe Except when you're doing it over corduroys Always Why go are you under the corduroys doing it Because I was in a hurry, John Why? I had to go somewhere Then why didn't you just say I'll wait I'll take care of this when I get home Because I was anxious and I wanted to relax Oh I guess it's better than drugs. Totally. Um, so, do you want to go first? <laughs> do you want me to go first? You go first. Mine's always a palate cleanser. I, I can't do the serious shit. Well, I feel like we need to wait for Chris to come back because he went to the bathroom. Do you want me to pause it? Yeah, pause it. All right. wait, oh, We're I... back. Oh, you're back. We're back. What? I just wanted to ask, so Megan has this very interesting artwork in her kitchen where two women are holding a gun. b- guns. guns and hands. Um, who, who did this piece of artwork and can you tell me anything about it? I don't know who did it. I don't particularly like it, but it was bought for me by a friend that I like very much. She gave it to me for my birthday a couple years ago. and so yeah. It reminds me of that movie... Where the two little girls no. kill their mother? Mm-mm. 
Oh, didn't see that one. It was the one. What's it called? I think it was a. Uh, what's his name? He did like a Clerks. Kevin Smith. I think it might have been a Kevin Smith movie with John Candy. The Red State. Oh. Red, yeah, that one. It reminds me of Red. I think just the uh, the cover art for Red State with the the woman holding the mm. the assault rifle. Well, I think art is about everything except the art, so I think it's a perfectly valid reason that you have it up. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that you feel that, that way. I approve of it. Yeah. yeah, thanks. No, that, that's why I put it kind of on the corner there. You don't see it unless you like really it's go into the kitchen. It's jarring, though. I like that effect. Really? Yeah, that Because you're not I don't like guns? Well, I don't like guns either, and so I think that's why it's like, whoa, okay, well, this is explosive when you're just washing your hands or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the story behind that. Yeah. You better start liking guns, so we might need them. Yeah, someone... No, I actually thought about that. Okay, before we get into hot topics. Mm. So we normally don't... We try We try really hard not to talk about Trump, but that Helsinki situation rattled me a little bit. I think you're not alone. So that's all I got to say. It's. And I think when it comes to leftists, there's... Um, it's very polarizing because there are people who think this is all um, very overblown on the left, and then people who think it's like a very serious deal. So it's like kind of infighting, and that's a drag too. Because I think that when it comes to the polls, that can be a very serious uh, dividing issue, divisive issue. I should, I should say. Do you want to talk about why that was so jarring to you, John? Um. I think it's the same reason why I think it was drawing to a lot of people. I think, um, at least me personally, I try not to think too much in, uh, of conspiracy theories. So, like, the PP tape, it was fun to think that, that uh, there's a video out there of prostitutes urinating all over a mattress for Donald Trump's pr- pleasure, and uh, Putin has hold of this, and now he's pulling the puppet strings, right? Um, but when you saw that that press conference and how weak Donald Trump looked and the stuff that he was saying without a doubt something else is going on because he was not as braggadocious and ridiculously I mean he overconfident when he, he said that is. he believed Putin over our own intelligent agencies that well, I mean, inti- was like what the f- what the fuck. Our own intelligence agency is investigating his. I mean, so it was a little jarring for me. It was just a little. It was, you know, like every week that's something new. But this one, it just seemed um, maybe they're right. Maybe there's maybe not. Maybe not like a PP tape. But there's he's definitely working with them. You don't already think that they're right. Before Helsinki? I think I kind of did, but I didn't want to think I did. Oh, okay, Because okay. I, I always want to think, like we said earlier, that everything will turn out okay in the end. That we'll always land on our feet. And now it's like we might not land on our fucking feet this time. I mean, okay Especially now. So if Trump... Like, my mind goes... When, when I was listening to other journalists saying, like, worst case scenarios, like, what, what, if, what if the next uh, 9-11 isn't an actual, you know, mortar attack but like let's say russia takes down our electrical grid yeah like or that. fucks with with the stock martin martin stock mart market or you know fucks up with the online banking you know stuff like that it's that could really have soft power yeah 
Are you telling me? Because they already did. I mean, they already... Are you telling me I'm on the line to lose $250? We know, we, we know you have a lot more than that, Megan. You're so, very good with your finances. I bet you have a little oh nest egg you. that nobody knows about. Um, I'm sure I don't know what you're talking about. I agree with you that I try to sort of quell this hysteria. Because we haven't had shit happened to us you know it's not like it's not like our parents like and our in grandparents in the way. 40s right. 50s 60s right. and 70s you know because we've, we've had that luxury of of being protected but that's if okay so i i try to remove remove myself from this just strictly american thing and i think well think about things in a world a global context and it's so easy for me if i break it down that, um, y- did you hear about like the pussy riot thing at the World mm-hmm. Cup? Mm-hmm. Like I saw that live, and I was like, "Why is this happening at the World Cup?" Because I, I I become obsessed with World Cup every four years. It's like a weird. <laughs> I knew France was going to win. Tick, I have. That's really. Uh, we'll talk about that <laughs> offline. But so when I saw these protesters disrupting it, I was like, "Well, I didn't know they were protesters. I thought they were just drunk." And then later I found out it was Pussy Riot, and I, and I, you know, admire them quite a bit. And I've seen, like, there's a really good documentary on them um, and Putin. And then Putin has had so many journalists killed, and that's not disputable. That's a fact. And then I think, like, well, I'm not a journalist anymore, but I know a lot of journalists. And this person has, you know, legitimately had these people killed. And the leader of my country is okay with being cool with him who targets these people and kills them, like even women on elevators, like just randomly, you know, poisoned or gunned down. And and he calls the, you know, the media, the, the enemy, the American people. And for me, that's really easy. So I don't care about the leftist argument about whether or not this is a conspiracy theory or not like that's enough for me to be like no this is really bad mm-hmm. that's all sorry i don't mean to get on a soapbox about it well what watch this video real quick because you haven't seen this video <laughs> what video uh what is what it oh, oh are the we one, playing uh, the audio or no just i don't think describe it I'm, i'll describe but i want chris to see what we're about to talk uh, about. waitress uh, slamming oh, okay. a man against the ground who assaulted her on yes. her this job. Is yeah. in savannah georgia right in savannah georgia um, and I want to bring it up because um, I witnessed something on Facebook that uh, pissed me off. And so what What better hot topic than that? Um, uh, the waitress who slammed a customer to the floor after he groped her backside has said she didn't even know I could do that. Amelia Holden, 21, took hold of Ryan Cherwinski's arm and hurled him to the ground when he grabbed her rear at Vinnie Van Gogh's in Savannah, Georgia. This is the sad, not sad. She actually grabbed a hold of his shirt and pulled him back. There's a lot of inaccuracies in this article because he didn't just touch her. Where was the article published? Is it like uh, British? Daily Mail, yeah. Yeah, yep, (laughs) yep. Always. It's always the Daily Mail. Cherensky, 31, has been in a relationship for 11 years and was with his partner Erica Martin at the restaurant when he groped their server and was arrested. Holden said he had had first thought it was a friend who was grabbing her as a joke. 
Um, when I felt that happen, my first thought was that it was one of my friends. It was really, it was a really intimate touch. And if you see the video, it's not like just a pat on the butt. Yeah, it's a, it was, it's a cupping and yeah. a grope. Um, his hand went further than it should have. So I was thinking there's no way a stranger just did that. Um, I just didn't. I didn't even know I could do that. I don't care who you are. You have no right to disrespect me. Um, she also revealed that when the police arrived, Terensky insisted he had just been trying to move her out of the way so he could pass. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> the guy claimed that he was just trying to push me out of the way and, oh, I barely touched you, said Holden. Once the police saw the video, they immediately arrested him. There was no doubt that he did it. Um, one of her coworkers then called the Savannah police who sent an officer, blah, blah, blah. That's weird. Um, so anyway, on Facebook, a lot of, a lot of my friends shared this video, um, you know, because especially with the climate that we're in right now, you know, people are stepping up and cause that's that's fucked up. That's horrible that that, that happened. But uh, so one of my friends shared this video and uh, said something like, you know, more people need to stand up for themselves like that. And this man commented that um, what he did was wrong, but what she did was also wrong because she assaulted him. And a lot of the people were saying, you know, no, that was self-defense. And but he firmly believe that what she did was worse because she because uh, what she she did was could, could be considered assault and battery oh. as if he has a law degree and knows battery only requires that you touch a person <laughs> so uh, but i think any lawyer could argue at that moment she was not in the right state of mind and that anything that she did could be i think she classified. was in the completely right state no, of but mind. i mean i mean like yeah. she was so taken like like, like you know she reacted without I think, thinking first. And I think that could totally be considered self-defense. It's a lot of, like, disingenuous trolling from the right, I feel like, when they say that. Oh, it's just dude trolling. It's totally well, just a dude trolling. One and the same. I mean, yeah. it's... Re- I'm afraid they don't know that they're myself. being disingenuous. No, no I, think, I, think, I think this oh, guy I, was completely being... I think he was... I think he was, was, like, think he was being... I think he was of the mindset, a pat on the back... Or a pat on the back. A pat on the butt is no big deal. That, that well, you know, you should I be flattered. Yeah, you should be flattered. No, the general the American deal. male population believes that they have the right to do yeah. that to women. And I think what she was actually quoted as saying, not to dispute the the very reputable Daily Mail, but <laughs> I think what she actually said was, fuck you, you don't get to touch me. Which is yeah. pretty succinct right. and correct. And I think this is um, that sort of assault... From, you know, customer in the service industry is actually, like, very widespread Mm -hmm. and super dark. Because it's a power dynamic, right? Right. Where you... you, Oh, do you want to fuck up your job? Because I'm, you know, you have to listen to me and you have to... Plus, you work for tips, so... Um, I know I've mentioned this book before. Go ahead, No, no, sorry. Go on. No, well, there's a book called Love Me Back, which is about this neighborhood and, and... I think the opening story describes this event almost precisely, except she doesn't do anything. And and then then you have to read a whole novel about what it's like. Who wrote that? Don't do Merit it. Uh, Merit yeah, Tears. we she we had right. her. Yeah. yeah, we had her on the podcast. Oh, did you? Yeah, amazing. Yeah. No, I wrote a story about her once, and she's great. So saying, I think I know. I think I know that. Yeah, it's a good book. You should read it. Um, but the service industry, in particular. I think they they have to shoulder some responsibility for this because it is it is very uh 
they do have a lot more female servers. I don't know the statistics. I'm just like speculating, but it seems like there are more female servers than there are male servers. Isn't that one of those things where it matters the price point? Like, like the higher price point it is, the more male servers there are. Probably so. Yeah. Is that fucked up? Um, but but they're at the mercy of um, of criticism by the patrons. So we're going to pay you two thirteen an hour, right? And it's up to you to make up the rest of it. And so if you are pulling people who have sexually assaulted you by their shirt and shouting at them, then you're not going to do as well. So we suggest you don't do that. And that, I mean, the, the whole service industry like that has roots all the way back to slavery, too. Fucked up. And then I think the fact that if, you, if what you said was correct about she thought it was someone playing a prank... You know, or a friend, because my you right, know, friends friend. grab my butts all the right. time. My butt, like between, all the time. But in the service industry, too, there's kind of this accepted level of harassment, I think. Mm-hmm. So she was like, okay, if it's my coworker, then maybe that was normal, because we always fool around with each other like that. But then when you realize it's a customer, it's different. But there's still this level of like, I'm going to accept a certain amount of abuse because of the industry in which I work. I'm actually very impressed that she reacted so quickly because I think that many, if not all women on the regular have men that do things like that to them. And we are so socialized to be polite to people. It's like the worst thing to be is, is rude. So something like that happens Somebody's like, hey, how are you doing? And they look you up and down and maybe like pat your ass or something. And you say something back like, I'm fine, thank you. Thank you for asking. And then later, you fucking beat yourself up because that was the wrong thing to say. But that is your, that's your impulse is to, is to respond like in a, a very neutral, non-offensive way to something that should be offensive and mm-hmm. is offensive. So I'm... You go, lady, The you know, for reacting so quickly. I, I'm pretty impressed by that. And she also used it to raise awareness, and she donated a bunch of money to cat shelters, which I like, too. <laughs> <laughs> she should be manager if she's not. <laughs> uh, so I've got another story, too. Actually, a couple more stories. Um, so I know Megan likes Shira. Oh, yeah. I, I, sh- I sent that photo to you. Did you? Did I? No, you did not. You need to, though. Okay. Uh, She-Ra co-creator uh, weighs in on reboot controversy. And here's an image of one of the images oh, from yeah. the It is very cartoon. Uh, Get that. It's a different It's a different art style. Yeah. After some stills from the upcoming She-Ra and the Princesses of Power series for Net- Netflix from DreamWorks Animation were revealed, there was a vocal outcry from a group of fans that were outraged at the new design for She-Ra that showrunner Noelle Stevenson and her team came up with for the new series. One of the major complaints is that, quote, She-Ra is, a, is meant to look like an idealized version of a woman. She-Ra's original co-creator, J. Michael Straczynski, however, dropped a little knowledge about how he and Larry Titilio intended when they created the character over 30 years ago. In a series of tweets, Straczynski explained, oh no, it's go away, Siri, fuck, uh, explained not only what he and the other creators at Filmation had in mind when they created she but his views on the concept of idealized persons in animation and the comics of the years. So I'm going to read his tweets. As the guy who co-created the character of She-Ra and her universe alongside Larry DiTilio, a few thoughts. 
Um, he says, note, I am in no way connected with the current show, so I'm speaking both as an outsider to what it is and an insider to what was intended. We never considered or wrote Shira as the ideal woman. I don't think that phrase appeared anywhere in the Bible we wrote, and certainly never in our discussions. We spoke and wrote of and considered her a warrior, first and foremost. So I think anyone, anyone is, who is looking back at Shira or Aurora as the ideal woman is doing so through the lens of prepubescence, since it was aimed at kids, interest, and kind of, understandably, imprinted on her like baby ducks. I get it, but that wasn't the creative intent. I would add that there is a significant distinction to be made in terms of how a character like Shira is discussed or seen versus how male characters are seen both in shows like this and in superhero books in general. Yes, male characters tend to be idealized in form and proportion, but female characters tend to be objectified. There is a profound difference between those two, and failing to perceive that distinction is pernicious. That's why you'll rarely see a male superhero without pants. By that, I don't mean naked. I mean without leggings of some kind. But that's absolutely the rule for female characters. And in parentheses, I say this as a guy who put Wonder Woman in pants during his run because seriously, it's hard to fight otherwise. No leg hair for guy heroes. (laughs) So I thought that was interesting, the whole um, objectification versus, uh, what does he say? Uh, Male characters are idealized while female characters are objectified. I thought that was interesting. He-Man doesn't wear pants. And I was thinking that, too. <laughs> They're twins. Does he not? No. No, he wears, like, a weird fur thing. Loink- uh, but when no, he's not, they're, they're undies. it's before he says, by the power of grace. He's though, wearing right? pants. He's wearing pink tights or purple tights. He does wear purple tights. And then when he says, by the power of Grayskull, they disappear. Okay. And then yeah. he has no light It's hair. a weird fur no, thing. It's like, just the I furry don't... underwear. But when... So he's wearing underwear and like the fur's over the underwear? So I was thinking like... If no, no, was, if I think just the like fur, a fur is thing, the underwear. Isn't, wouldn't his dick and balls be flinging I mean, I, around? I don't, I don't think that, that practicality <laughs> was their, their first priority Probably when not. they were, you know, drawing. What was the, uh, the cat he wrote on? Battle Cat. Battle cat. Yeah, the but green and yellow name? Cat. When it's, when it's not, not a cring, cringer, cring, cringer, something. something I was more cringing. of a Thundercats guy than a, uh, no, I did were? love He-Man too, but Thundercats was my number one. I think I'm a little older than both of you, maybe. No, pretty sure. And Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Silverhawks, all that shit from the <laughs> '80s and '90s. Silverhawks. Uh, but most male comic book heroes do wear pants. Oh, sure. Most of them do. I mean, you want some of to. them don't. I would, I would want to wear pants. It's dangerous not yeah. to wear pants. Yeah. I don't like my calves. Also, <laughs> why, why all the fucking high heels? Nobody can run because in those it makes things. it elongates you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, one of my professors at uh, UTD would always comment strangely. Like he, more than once, he talked about women in heels that it makes their them stand differently. Yeah, and so their it's butts. True poke out yeah which i guess is like a yeah it's a good observation your legs are elongated that is the point of them yes Mm. yeah and so you can't get away pretty ancient you really can't get away (laughs) sad uh, Um, ideals some of us can't get anywhere was it bryce dallas howard in one of the jurassic parks where she got a lot of criticism because her character was running away in stiletto heels I don't know. But I think she should get a lot of credit if she's running away in stiletto heels, not (laughs) falling on her face. But I think I would imagine in real life, the first thing you would do if a T-Rex is chasing after you is you kick off your heels. I mean, 
I've not been in that situation. I'm not sure. To kind of flip it a little, like Prince danced in high heels for Cause, decades. Cause Prince was like five foot four, right? That and, was his show, <laughs> right? But no one's but coming after him. Had intense, intense hip issues because uh, of that, yeah. and then began and then to die. Is it true that heels were originally men originally wore heels? Yes, because of the stirrups. It is true. Thing? I did read the history of that. Huh? Because of stirrups. Yes, that is correct. How does like um, foot binding play into the history of heels, though? Because I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, are seem, there a lot of heels in? They seem related in though. Asia. I, I have no idea. I don't know that there are, they're related, but I can look into it. I just feel like all of that is about some sort of form of control, and absolutely they, they seem related. Women sure. are. I mean, women aren't binding their own fucking feet, right? Um, just being smaller is very feminine, right? Mm. I'm having a lot of trouble in the dating world. So I have to believe that's true. Hmm. Uh, but you're tall and mean, so this isn't a problem <laughs> yeah. for you. Well, only because I don't care about anything. <laughs> yeah, small feet, I think, is a big a big deal to ah, someone. Gotcha. Chris, do you have a hot topic? Uh, I don't really. Um, we can talk about Mike Cernovich. Sir, Sir, Sir I should just say probably one note about Jonathan Gold, mm-hmm. yes, um, who was a world-famous food critic, um, predated all of these other kind of cable, you know, television food critics, and he died yesterday at, I want to say 57, um, but the reason he uh, is so beloved is because he was kind of the first person to venture out of like oh we should find the best fine dining establishments in the city and he was dealing <clears throat> excuse me dealing with LA sp- specifically and um going to like every obscure taco shack and like suburbs etc so he was really kind of like a pioneer as far as a person who like um he said he did not care about the richest, fanciest places. He cared about food. And so he kind of, you know, in a weird way, sort of found a way to, like, equalize um, this sort of classist thing between, like, spending $100 on a plate and spending 10 bucks. And um, anyways, I think he's been hugely influential on a lot of people and, I don't know, should be remembered probably. He, he seemed like a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was like... A, a punk rocker and then music writer who then stumbled into food writing. And I don't know. I, I think I had like, um, I read about music for a long time and food writers would always be like, Oh, you should write about food. And I would always say like, well, I can't write about something I actually like. <laughs> so I would never do it. You were telling us earlier that you tried when you lived in LA, you tried to, Go to all the restaurants he recommended? Yeah, he had a list called the 101, like 101... Dalmatians? No. The highway? <laughs> Those both work, but like <laughs> the best restaurants in Los Angeles, every time I went to one, it was always like a disappointment. I'm like, why is this on the list? But then I'm like, I kind of love that it's on the list. Like, kind It made me like him as a writer, because he was selling maybe some other idea he had about food. Do you know what that idea was? I don't know. <laughs> I, I would probably have to go to all of them to get that. 
Like maybe yeah. it was There's like, like a secret message that you need to decode. Well, there were little things that you were supposed to find behind the pictures in those restaurants and you missed it. I, well, I think like in the arts, quote unquote, et cetera, like I think it's always about something other than the thing. It's not about the movie or the music or the painting. It's about something else. And I think, yeah, he probably had a deeper message about going to some neighborhood that was 45 minutes away from yours that you would never go to otherwise. Uh, okay. like, I think it was more about discovery than food. And, and in a way, I kind of really respect that. I think it's very open and not closed-minded, and that's why I respect it. You can always find a McDonald's that's 45 minutes away from your that, house. That's not, that's not the same thing. Isn't it? <laughs> um, but yeah, sorry, that's, that's my very soft um, <laughs> topic. Do you guys want to talk about ninjas now? Yeah, we don't have to talk about Cernovich. Okay. Why? I think you should always talk about him. How much time do we have? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't uh, we are really like we're burning the clock. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't look. We can talk about ninjas. All right, let's talk about ninjas. So, uh, <laughs> where did I write this here? So there is a rural community. I think it's Iga, Japan, something to that effect. Like I G. Um, yeah. Okay. It's the birthplace of the ninja. And I don't know if you guys are aware, but ninjas uh, were not just mercenaries, but they were also spies. Mm-hmm. And I they would use uh, psycho. Of course, you guys did. <laughs> How many times did you dress up as a ninja for Halloween? Too many times. Never. Never? Never. Like always, kind of. <laughs> Although yeah. I always listen to a podcast and what a, the host would use. You know this the phrase "smoke bomb," smoke bomb out of there, and I want to adopt that phrase. I like that's it. Great. I smoke. Okay. I smoke bomb out of a lot of parties. Definitely related to ninja too. I don't have any stats on how many times ninjas used smoke bombs, but <laughs> probably at least once. I was a ninja three day, three uh, three years in a row. Oh, that's a wow, little Megan. appropriationary. I know. You won't well, do that again, will you? Uh, we should both be ninjas this Halloween. <laughs> Culture, not a costume. I will do uh, it. I will do you it. You don't have Megan. to be Japanese to be a ninja. Yes, you do. Uh, no, you don't. And was it I'm just about to tell you Are why. Are you telling me they had okay. a lot of English ninjas? I'm just about to tell you why. Tell us, man. Explain why there is always that one blonde white woman ninja in all fighting games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, I can't. I'm, I'm, specific, can I'm that, specifically but... thinking of Bushido Blade. Okay. <laughs> ninja games are not the same as ninjas. Like, as the... Ninja games. You know, the uh, profession. Right. It's a profession. <laughs> <laughs> Were there female ninjas? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. Megan, give maybe. it to us. Come on. All right. So, uh, so Japan is having a depopulation problem. Uh, they are not having children because they are very smart <laughs> and old. And well, old. And, no, but there's like a movement we talked about on the show like a year ago where they, having just, kids they is... don't want to. Yeah. Fuck. Don't blame they me. don't want to fuck because they're too depressed because everything is bullshit. Yeah, I know. So I know. Could be on Apple. So they have a ninja fest uh, every year in April. It's called Golden Week. Uh, that's an ega. And uh, it's funded by the government, so it is. It is sanctioned. <laughs> Fucking amazing. Uh huh. And so, because of depopulation, they are having trouble uh, recruiting people to 
study to become ninjas. So they're offering $85,000. Wait, there's ninjas still? Yes. Now? Yes. <laughs> but but I think you're you're missing the point. They're going away. And we need to keep them from going away. How old do That's you how good they be? are as ninjas. You didn't you even know that want, there were ninjas. I don't think we want ninjas. No, we what do. What do you mean we don't want ninjas? <laughs> Why wouldn't you want a ninja? It only pays $86,000 85000 $85,000. I mean, it's more than I make now, but but I would think that that'd be dangerous. Well, sure. yeah. It's yeah. like corporate ninjas. Or You're a like spy. <laughs> corporate ninjas. That should be a, <laughs> no. a LinkedIn Yeah, thing. there are corporate ninjas. They go, they spy. Yeah, okay. Social okay. media. Spy. Okay, we're not just talking about spying, John. We're also talking about mercenary work. But and what about that? up walls Wait, with no, no. Yeah. hooks. Silence, deadly Smoke silence. Bombs. That's they what we're talking about. The claw hand things. Like I know so much about yeah. ninjas. It's really embarrassing. Yeah, I don't think throwing I can, stars, all kinds of I don't shit. Think, I don't Actually, think I can blend <laughs> in <you>. well. <laughs> Why don't you go to Japan? <laughs> I would love to. But what about? I know we we we're not supposed to talk about Trump. But what about that fucking Russian spy that was trading sex to get in with the Republican what Party and NRA? What do you expect? I mean, we always thought that that would happen, but... How she wasn't a that? ninja because she got fucking caught. Yeah. Ninjas uh, get caught, if she too. Did, and she fact. was hiding in plain sight that entire time. She was on the news asking Trump, what would you do with Russia? Would you help Russia? <laughs> would you pee on and it? And then Trump was like... Would you pee on the Russia? I don't know. I think, yeah, maybe. I think, I think Russia's Russia. great. Yeah. Um, I, I love this story, spy. Megan. How'd you find this? Uh... Actually, there's okay. I'm glad that you asked that. How do they recruit you? We to should be go a to the ninja festival and pitch it to someone. Does everything pitch have what? to have a con now or a fest? What? Not everything does. What do you but mean? Pitch what? Pitch it as a story. Like we'll go cover it for someone. What it was like. I spent oh. a week at the ninja festival. That's an incredible story. Well, you've G4 got the journalistic connection. Anymore. You, uh... What's that? G4 does not exist anymore. The type of channel that would totally have that. I could see that as a That's segment. That's true. <laughs> so, so this came from NPR. It's a, a segment called The Indicator. It's from Planet Money. Okay. So they had a show on it. It came out on uh, the 16th of July. Okay. I'm going to research this. I love yeah, it. You can listen to it on the NPR website. Yeah, like apparently ninjutsu was more of also like a philosophy or something. It was not of just... Of course. Yeah. Well, I knew that women during like the Crusades would have blades. It's, it's because if, they, if their villagers overrun, they would kill themselves because that was uh, seen as preferential to being raped. I don't mm. know if the Crusades... Not the Crusades. We know what I'm talking about when they were all fighting and shit. Uh, you mean every every year? Every society yeah. ever. <laughs> yeah. Actually, uh, I read something about, um, I don't know if it was just African-American women in the South, um, like during the maybe Depression era or before, but um, I read something about it and then it was... Uh, it was also mentioned on this. You told me about Family Ghosts, right? Yes. Podcast? Yes. Did you uh, Probably listen? not. I, I, I defriended Family Ghosts. Okay. So, so you, <laughs> I consolidated my you, podcast. Okay. So you recommended it to me and then you didn't then listen to it. I stopped listening it. to it, okay. yes. Well, there was an episode about... Um, the, the podcast is about family secrets and stuff. And um, they were saying that... Uh, African-American women specifically in the South would carry like razors in their... Um, on their person, so if a man tried to attack them, they could get away. It's kind of 
related. Anyway, back to ninjas. I would like to be a ninja, but I don't know if I could ever murder anybody, so I would only have to have those sleeping darts that they would at people. Oh, yeah, blow them. Make them go to sleep. Mm -hmm. But I guess those are actually poisoned, so they probably died. I think maybe you (laughs) should find more out about ninjas before you say you're not going to be one. $85,000 is is okay. That's an okay salary. What were like? I would absolutely do it. I would take it. I don't think I'm in shape enough. What were like anymore? But Irish and Scottish ninjas called Scottish ninjas. Mm, Did they have warriors? Yeah. Uh, McCready. It's pretty Scottish. Scottishy, Irishy. Mm -hmm. I kind of. I guess it would just be the Vikings. The Vikings went over there, didn't they? I mean, that was Scandinavia. That, yeah. I mean, that's just a just a boat ride over. They weren't very subtle, though. I think <laughs> the thing about ninjas is that they're subtle. You right. didn't even know they still existed. I did not. Vikings I, were the like Vikings weren't. Using you know, they just showed bombs. up. But, but I think the modern day ninja is not wearing like the what we would think of Corporate as ninjas, the ninja like you costume. Said. They're wearing a. Suit. No, uh, no, so when they were spies, they would dress up as uh, normal people, like farmers and this so and that, badass. and they would use like the is normally that's a psychology tool. to trick people. Nunchucks and, too, find supposedly. Really, information out. The myth about nunchucks is that they were for beating seeds people and wheat. <laughs> no, originally <laughs> that they were, and then they were invaded. That's the myth. Yeah, the, the same thing with size because yeah. I don't know if it's the true. farmers. Oh yeah. well, I mean, I, I myth mean, I think, implies that it's not true, right? But I think people said this is probably not true, but that these farmers were beating, you know, seed and wheat with with nunchucks, mm-hmm. and then they're invaded, so they have to fight, and they're really good at fighting. It doesn't apparently. sound. It doesn't sound. And like I heard that's that the sai was a farm tool to like for rice planting. I love that you're bringing up mm-hmm. the sai, which that is was a- my because Raphael was my favorite Ninja Turtles. That was my favorite mm-hmm. weapon. Yeah. Far you less, did mention Ninja Turtles earlier. Yeah, a far less popular weapon than nunchucks, the sai. You think? Yeah, and I think we both know that the bow is probably the least popular. Okay, okay name me a superhero. Actually, I like. I the mean, bow. a bow is just a that stick. Everybody has a stick. Down. Right. I can think of. Electra uses size, and she's a ninja. Electra well, does, of. but Electra is not nearly as popular. Or as a ninja real person. Right? <laughs> so. I got Bill Sankovich to sign my Electra number one copy. Oh. And that's probably the darkest secret I have. But anyways, and now it's out. out. Yeah, here we go. Pandemonium. You have a lot of secrets. Mm. How did you not? No idea. Throw out Steve Albini when we talked about him like a it month ago. It wasn't a secret. It was that wasn't. I a was secret. a secret to me. I thought no. maybe you knew. I did not know. And yeah, I think I think I try not to talk about things from that time because I feel like they're tired subjects for other people with me. Uh, I'm glad to. Talk I am about so them. tired of it. Megan, <laughs> Megan's been tired of it since 2005. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Because someone told me, she was like, oh, God, will Chris ever stop talking about this? <laughs> like, oh. almost 15 years ago. So I, I never talk about it. If Do I you can. have any pictures? Oh. <laughs> oh, I've got pictures. I have a, a photograph of... Um, he does and, a lot of scrapbooking. Of me and Kim Deal from one session. Oh, wow. Because she was there for uh, Albini's girlfriend's birthday party. Oh, cool. So it's like one of my most prized possessions is a photo of me and her. Because we're just like, oh, my God. He's like a hero of ours, you mm-hmm. know, and she's just like eating Krispy Kreme donuts and hanging out. Do you remember Aida Klein? I know that name somehow. Um, we went to I went to high school with her, and and during art class we got into an, a very, I would say, heated for a high schooler argument debate on who was cooler, Kim Deal or P.J. Harvey. 
And I was like, PJ Harvey, and she's like, Kim Deal. I was like, PJ Harvey, Kim Deal. PJ Harvey, Kim Deal. That's would, how it went. I would stand. Oh, so. I'm going to so stand by PJ. Kim. No, PJ, gonna, 100% by Kim easily, But I understand historically why you would say PJ. Like, I totally get that. PJ is like a one-woman army. Kim Deal needs... Mm, Kim Deal doesn't need a dance. Careful. <laughs> careful. Kim Deal doesn't need anything. Also, there are two of her. So She's a twin. That's true. Do you Kelly. know what's funny? I met Kelly, too. I lo- I no, I love Kim Deal. I, was, I momentarily had a senior moment, and I got her confused with... What's her name? Oh, don't you dare. From... Brace yourself. The bassist. Oh, whatever you're about to say. From Sonic Youth. Kim Gordon. Kim Gordon. Because they're both Kims. Yes. One's blonde. Kim Deal is a lot better than Kim Gordon. I love Kim Gordon, so I'm going to like also say that that's not true. But I think Kim Gordon's cool. I think Kim Deal is cooler, and I think Peter Harvey's the coolest. Okay. That's fine. (laughs) We're going to have to end it there, folks. So ninjas. Because John has to have the last word. You guys are yeah. looking for I'm, jobs. I'm stepping back and letting John have the last word. Go, John. Final word. I don't... Would you tell me to say if anybody ever says that? No, I don't. Yes. No, I don't. That's the answer. Uh, enjoy the song, Ask Me Anything by Neil Francis. And we will not be back next week. We will be back the week after that. So have a good week without us. Somebody say something. So I, I mean, it'll probably word. be their best week because we won't be around. Oh, probably the best week they've had in <laughs> who knows how since the last time we didn't do a show. I don't so, think so. Okay, that's I'll fun. miss us. Mm. Have you ever seen that uh, family photo thing? That one of my one of the houses that I go to to play poker has this somewhere and i hope it's not my friend rick if it is i'm sorry but i make fun of you all the time there's like a family photo and it says in writing underneath i love us and i don't know why but it makes me laugh whenever i see it i fucking hate that (laughs) i hate it i love us that's great (laughs) on an unrelated note uh will i think you're a fantastic artist and i would love to meet you do you remember and you're so handsome with your beard alphabet cereal yeah yeah, of course. So one time in alphabets, they gave you stickers of the alphabet, and I wrote the Mosley family or something, or someone did when I was like four, and I put it on my fridge, and I remember going up to it and reading it and saying the Mosley family, and my dad said, "Yeah, one big fucking happy <laughs> family, right?" That's all. Was that a rhetorical question, or did you answer? No, it, it wasn't a question. I was just. No, he said right. Oh, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, when you're four, I don't know how to answer that. I think it was rhetorical, for sure. But did you know it was rhetorical? A four-year-old, uh, I would uh, imagine, would say, yeah. Or, no, I think mm-hmm. at four, I knew, I think I had a lot of intuition about those Sarcasm of, and... Yeah. Okay. Kind of nasty <laughs> elements of adulthood. Do you want to hear one of my earliest memories? Before Have we go? finished this? Do you want me no, to cut this please, off? No, I want to hear John's earliest memory. I was, it, it was when we were living in Tennessee... And there was like a... That's why you have such a beautiful voice. Yeah. Um, (laughs) It was one of those like... Georgia. Starter homes. Like... You know? And... I don't know what that means, but go ahead. um, It was just... It was like an 80s house. It was just like a fucking 80s house. And there was a long hallway. 
that led to the bedrooms from like the family room. And I remember running down the hallway. I don't know why I was running, but I was running down the hallway and my father came into the hallway from the bedroom and I didn't have time to stop. And my little fist went right into his crotch Mm -hmm. and he got so mad. It hurts. Yeah. (laughs) Any man knows that that hurts. Yeah. You can, you should have kept doing that to your dad actually, (laughs) like for the rest of his life. No matter how soft or hard you hit it, it always hurts. (laughs) Uh, some guys <laughs> like that. I watched a video from oh, Vegas where Vegas. some guy was like paying people to kick him in the balls. Yeah, I've and he would he would egg them on, be like, "You're a little bitch. You can't, you know." And these people would just kick him right in the balls. This is this is a porn. No, it's a real like this. You know, have you ever been to Vegas? No, it's a we real to to Vegas. It's so it's much. Fun. No, I have no no desire to go. <laughs> yeah. to Boston, or maybe he would he would be like, "Pay me two dollars, you can kick me in the balls." Vegas like is better than you think. Vegas is. Awesome. I know that seems really hard to believe but it's it's always a little better than you think i played i mean everything in actuality is better than i think <laughs> no. that it is i but played I'm uh, not invested enough to i performed go. in an anarchist bookstore there in 2004 and it was a very enlightening experience we need to go we need to take a vacation to vegas a secretly timid vacation and just <laughs> film the we whole entire thing on-site because recordings. i'd be the only one that would enjoy it megan otiano would hate it. I don't know what Sarah, how Sarah would react. Oh, yeah, we should totally do that. That sounds really good. <laughs> I'd be right there with you. Oh, I would want to film the whole thing. I like yeah, blackjack the, only, though. If the secretly timid I foundation li- would like to pay for that, I will blackjack. go. Oh. Wow. So is that the end? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Enjoy the song, Neil Francis. Ask me anything again, and we'll be back in two weeks. Bye. I think there's a chance you like to do the things that I like to do. No